Welcome to the Dave Shane Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Double Media. Thank you all for as always. Uh, we got Chris Ying. We do three things, a partner's how-to menu, and a moist. I don't have a three things before three things. We're going to just do the three things, three places Dave would want to live. Chris and I talk about this a lot. I think we'd like to move abroad at one point. Um, definitely not Korea. I think we'd like to live in Japan for a year or two. I don't know where, but that would probably be the only international place. It definitely wouldn't be Paris. <laughs> not a chance of fucking hell. While the kiddos are kid yeah. age. I think Paris, not, not Paris, somewhere in Japan. We talk about that a lot. Probably never happened, but that would be cool internationally. Domestically, I think Grace loves Seattle. That's where she was raised. She was born in Chicago. And my in-laws live there still. I think that is a p- real possibility down the road. I'm not very excited about it. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> Won't have to get a job at like Microsoft or something. No, maybe this Amazon trail will take you take you to the corporate headquarters. I want to do Thursday night football. <laughs> I don't want to work at Amazon desk. <laughs> You're right? doing so well on Thursday night football. We're thinking about putting you into the shipping yeah. department. God damn it. <laughs> So that would be one. I do like Nashville if we're going to do the West Coast, East, East Coast again, um, but probably would never beat New York City. But Nashville, I enjoy. The reason here's why I love Nashville, a city I've been to many times, besides good friends like Sean Brock that live there. Really great food. It is a very vibrant nightlife culture. You see drunkenness. We've talked about this. I think it's the drunkest place in America. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Having now seen it very up close and personal, like, the drunkest place. The in drunkest America. place in America is. Nashville and has been for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> the music scene is fantastic. It really is. It's fun. So if you want to have a night out, it is fun. If you want to have a low-key night, there's great places to do that. Vanderbilt is right there. So you have that youthful college thing. You also have too many bachelor parties and bachelorette parties there. What is most important is you have a hockey team, the Predators. You have that was the number one. Yeah. So the board of the sports, you have the Tennessee Titans. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Sports that matter. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. There's an airport. It's Everything is right there. I am a big fan of Nashville. So is I it could too say, hot? Well, that's when you stay indoors. Fair. It is hot. Fair. But I grew up in like Northern Virginia. It's fucking hot. So Fair. I, I don't know. I, I think that would be it. And, um, you know, I think the third place we'd want to probably move to is San Francisco. Just so I could make fun of it every day, right in front of you. What would you? What give me the quickly? Give me your three places, same list. When you were twenty-seven years old, twenty-seven years old was in New York, but we'd also probably do Copenhagen. Yeah, I think Copenhagen for sure. Just because I think the blinding whiteness would be a hard thing to deal with, honestly. Yeah, for but, a year. But so much people would pay attention to us. <laughs> <laughs> and we just tell people we're adopted like Peter Kreiner of Noma. <laughs> Peter Kreiner is an adopted Korean. Yeah. And Christian Bauman's also adopted Korean. We would just be like, we're an adopted family. <laughs> the Redepis adopted us. That, I mean, that would be nice. Copenhagen would be would Copenhagen's be very, very fucking nice. nice man. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Although those like nine months of darkness are pretty brutal. I don't have a problem with that. Oh yeah. Cause there, I forgot there are lights inside. <laughs> there are lights inside. <laughs> What are your, what's your, if, okay, you're 27 or let's say you didn't start at Momofuku. Let's say you're like a, a young. I wanted to move person. to San Francisco. Yeah. Cause that's when it was sort of cool. I think late 90s, early aughts, San Francisco became cool. And it's then, the best time to be there. And then it didn't. 
Okay. We, it's, it's trajectory is well established on this show. And it has nothing to do with, it has everything to do with the kind of people that have employment in San Francisco that I, a certain industry yeah. that employs people. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wear a fucking uh, Patagonia sweater vest ever again. <laughs> Where would you have wanted to like live and work in Europe as a young single man? I would have liked to have worked for the Tuagro or Michel Bra. And definitely I would have liked to work for Foran mm-hmm. at WA uh, and the Roses. A lot of my friends did. Uh, that's That would be it. It's definitely Spain, Barcelona. Uh, later it would have been San Sebastian. But um, I'd also probably say Bray working with Fat Duck and Heston when he was there a lot with uh, Kyle Connett and you had uh, Chris there. Um, that would have been cool. But I, I don't know. Probably definitely be Spain, the Barcelona and Ro- Roses, Spain. And I'd probably say internationally, Europe. Well, having basically split your time there, where's Australia on your list of places? Well, I did move there. Yeah. yeah. Like you basically lived there. So that's why I want to count. Yeah. Would you ever want to, would you ever live there with the kids? Ugh. Just raise a couple of bogans. <laughs> I love the bogan. I love the bogan. It's just, they're so cool, man. I've never seen anything like that shit in my life. <laughs> Designer cutoff jeans. <laughs> you know, like diamond studded denim shirt. <laughs> like real diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Rose gold lace collar. I was like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> insane. It's amazing. It's like redneck. Bluetooth in there. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I would probably say Shanghai too. And when I was 27, Shanghai was the shit. Yeah. Literally, you could do anything you want. Yeah. Would not want to move there now. Not at this exact moment. I would. I think I could. I think I could comp- campaign. <laughs> Just like, I'm liking For the new party. I'm, I'm liking. I'm liking <laughs> where these guys are headed. So, yeah. What about you? Where would you live? I think we're, we're on a long route back to Sonoma County or something like that eventually. I, you know, I, I've, I've wanted. We've talked similarly. Like, you I don't would think want I, to live in Sonoma? Yeah, I think so. Would you become a marijuana grower? Why, why grow when you can just consume? Well, that could be your industry. I don't think there's as much money in it anymore. Just being a small shareholder, small well, holder. What about psilocybin? You could grow mushrooms. I could get into the mushroom business. Yeah, yeah this is true. Yeah. I think that... Um, Chris Yang and Michael Pollan starting a new business in the Sonoma God, area. That'd be amazing. I've thought about I've thought about Australia. I think my kids would like the to visit. The new Chichin Two of the most unlikely psychedelic users you've ever met. Cheech and Chong would be me and Michael Pollan. <laughs> I, I, I would watch that movie, man. I would watch that movie. <laughs> Let's move on from these three things. <laughs> if you haven't bought the Momofuku goods stuff yet, you should. Uh, I just cracked open a tin of black truffle chili crunch yesterday and I put it on some eggs. You can really improve the flavor of certain foods with chili crunch and there's super spicy ghost pepper. There's just the plain old OG regular, but the black truffle, every time I use it, I'm like, man, I got to use this more and more. We have great hot honey and we have noodles. We have air dried noodles, not the deep fried, not that I don't like deep fried, but again, air dried changes the texture we are working on a new noodle, by the way, that is steamed and a little something there. Still not deep fried. Well, may I reveal too much? But we're working on it. Allegedly working on it. Dave's noodles are a favorite in my house, by the way. Oh, thank you. Ruby will only eat Dave's noodles. And I try not to ruin it for my kids because I try to only serve it to them once a week. And it has become sort of my go-to 
for lunch for my son because I can put it in a thermos. It doesn't have soup. It's not a noodle soup. It's fantastic. It's delicious. And we have the seasoning salts that I use specifically now, mostly for the grill and for smoking meats. Really excited about what we've been able to develop, all the products we have coming out this year, some really big ones that are coming out. But this is, this is, I'm just thrilled that so many people have embraced it, that are buying it on the regular, and I'm, I'm really thankful. The entire array of products are available at shop.momofuku.com. We are available nationwide in your Targets, your Whole Foods, your Kroger's, your Albertsons. We don't have the entire array at the grocery stores yet, but you can get everything. And more importantly, if you buy it online, you can get 25% off a bundle and you can get 10% off if you use the promo code MOMO10 at shop.momofuku.com. So there's 25% off the products and there's a 10% off discount code. Use MOMO10. Partners, rules of the diet, question mark. Speaking of, now that Hugo's learning how to read and uh, there's always an exclamation point on one of the books every day. What is that? I was like, that's an exclamation point. You go, what does that mean? You speak it with with an emphasis. It's like, and it's Groundhog Day every day. What is that? Exclamation point. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> oh, he's asking what is that every single day. Every day I have to explain to him. What is that? Exclamation point. The hard part is when you're teaching somebody to read and that punctuation mark comes at the end, it's like what you just did, which is like, okay, rules of the diet, question mark. Oh, I mean, rules of the diet? Yeah. How do you teach them to be like, go back and read their sentence with an emphasis? Surely our partners have started to feel our changes to our diet these past few weeks, a couple weeks. What are our partners doing? How are they feeling? Are there any rules for them? Are they going to try to do it with us? The answer is no. <laughs> Grace would never entertain this. No, I mean, I, Jamie's not going to do this with me. I tried it last two years ago when we did this. I was like, She's like, oh, I'll do this with you. And then I showed her like the second plate of food I was going to eat of just nothing. And she was like, I'm out. I don't want to do So this. I got home and there was my mother-in-law made braised chicken and some mackerel. And I had one piece of chicken and she looked at me and she's like, you're not going to eat anything else? I said, no. And she looked at me and she was like, fuck. I know what you're saying. Like, what the fuck? You're just literally going to not eat everything else? Yeah. I said, for what reason? Because of a contest. <laughs> Because I want to win. I was like, you know how huge my e- my ego needs to be fueled by this shit, Grace. <laughs> I have to. Okay, what's at stake? Literally nothing. nothing. <laughs> just just my ego. My uh, fragile, fragile. Ego. I have so my so my family's been out of town. I haven't been cooking. Like the hard part will be. Are you? But your mother in law's been cooking. I made hamburgers for my kids th- this morning, though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we'll see if those get reheated. Um. But she's been doing a lot of the cooking. Yeah. And they're leaving tomorrow. So when it comes, when it, this, that's going to be the tougher part again. It's just having to cook all the meals well, and not eating anything. Not that you want to eat your food, but it's just like, I got to make my own weird little no, I mean, soup over here. So I had uh, grilled some ground bison mm. and I've been meal, like portioning it out. Okay. It's a sad, sad existence. It's not sad. Just portions. Like, what are their portioned ground bison cubes look like? No, I, I, I just, I think salted ground meat yeah. is delicious because you can get really nice Maillard reaction and it's juicy and it reheats really well in any day. So no, I think it's perfect. Anything ground is delicious and it's such an easy way. You just fucking turn it into a puck 
or whatever the whatever the fuck you want. Underrated ground beef as just a smash piece of fucking delicious protein. Just a, a puck of meat, a puck of protein. Smash the shit out of it. A protein it's, puck. It's so good. I mean, it's fine. It's very good. I'm so tired of, of <laughs> protein pucks, man. So no, I, I mean, I, I think our, our, our significant others don't give a shit. What about you, you know? Uh, Eunice tried to do with me for a couple days and uh, she promptly threw in the towel when she realized like, Okay, there's a whole box of macadamia chocolate, chocolate covered macadamias in a big bag. Well, I will will say this. I will say this. Just having the partners in it as partners doesn't make any sense. If we had, if like, I actually think if I had said to Jamie, Grace and Eunice and and, and all the partners are going to be doing this as part, you're in the contest. And when you lose, we're going to ridicule you on the podcast. Like we're doing right now. competitive as fuck. So like she probably would have done it. But like, why would you, if, if it were me, I'd be like, there's, there's a contest I'm not entered in. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to run a marathon next to the marathon for no fucking reason. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Great analogy. <laughs> you know, anyway, who's going to break? Who's going to break? I think I'm going to say this. I think you and I are last men standing. I don't think there's any. Get the any, fuck out I don't of here. I don't think there's any way, shape, or form. This guy makes guy, it you know, as far as we no, are. You guys, the, the guy who said the guy smokes cigarettes. <laughs> the cigarette smoking guy who's like, if you guys need liquid IV to overcome And he's like, well, smoke your cigarettes suppress his appetite. He's one of those guys. <laughs> We're last men standing for sure. Right. There's no way. Moving on. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new pure leaf blackberry iced tea that we have here at the Spotify studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a berry delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new pure leaf blackberry iced tea. Visit amazon.com slash pure leaf and enter 20 pure leaf. That's 20 pure leaf for 20% off your purchase of new pure leaf Blackberry iced tea. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. All right, we got a how to menu, folks. What do we got here, you know? All right, guys, it's time for how to menu, the game where we take a menu and develop an ordering strategy at some of the nation's noteworthy restaurants. The winner of this game is ultimately judged by the chefs and or operators at these restaurants. For a copy of the menu and location of these restaurants, check out the Major Domo Media Discord, where you'll find it in the DCS Pod Talk channel. All right, so we're going to kick it off with Gwen in Los Angeles, Curtis Stone's European-style butcher shop and restaurant in Hollywood. Uh, This restaurant was awarded a 2023 Michelin star. Uh, Your allotment for this menu exercise is $180 for two people before tax and tip. $180 for two before tax and tip, no beverage. Very tricky, tricky. (laughs) Very tricky, tricky. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, 143. 180. It's a very tricky, tricky. Oh, we have 180. Oh, this changes everything. I thought we had 140. Okay, got it. All right, fellas, let's let's see uh, what your selection is. Let's start with Dave. All right, I'm dining with Grace. It's a good-looking menu. Go ahead. If I'm dining with Grace, I know she's going to want oysters, but I've had to re-engineer this. I'm okay with no oysters since I've had it, but I know she'd want at least one. So with our budget, 
we can only allot one oyster. So I tell you, we have one oyster, and we're not going to split it. Split it. <laughs> Wait, you made not one per person. One, one like Chris Rock, and I'm going to get you, sucker. One rib, <laughs> one oyster. I love it. And I know she's going to want to get, she's, she's a magnet for anything bluefin tuna, tuna, tuna. We're going to get the tuna, tar- tuna crudo dish for $25. We're going to get a mid-course of gnocchi and of the market green salad. Then we're going to have our entrees, a scallop for $35 and a flat iron steak for $58 with a side of potatoes for $12. I'm at $179.50. You, uh, you, you, want, you want to take my 50 cents? Take <laughs> I don't need it. I'm still $4 short. I, here's where my head is. Dinner for two. <laughs> Dave took Grace. In my head, I was like, oh, Dave and I are going to dinner. <laughs> so I, I was envisioning this as a true, I, I think this is as true to what we would really order if the two of us went into this restaurant. Me and you? I think so. I think this is the I truth. gave you a real order that Grace, that's what Grace and I would do. I think this is what you and I would do. I think that we would go, I think we would get a dozen oysters. Mm-hmm. I think we would do no. beef tartare. I think we'd do a gnocchi mid-course. We'd already had a taste of beef. I think we'd get a pork chop, duck fat, pol- potatoes, and polenta. No, I would. De- I think I would definitely want to do beef. You would definitely want meat entree. Yeah, because they... Well, then swap in the, the, the hanger. Definitely want to do oysters. To me, I, I think, you know... It's a meat this shop. This lack of sugar must be affecting your decision. <laughs> it's a meat way. shop, and I went for oysters. The, well, not only that is... What oyster have you not tasted before? It's true, but I still, I'm just thinking pure enjoyment of, I just, there's nothing like. I know what would happen. I would say, I know, no, I'd be like, I'm not getting oysters, but you can. And you would be like. You really wouldn't do oysters? No, not if on a $108 budget. No, it's, it's like, you got to try it new is, things. It does break the bank at. Yeah, at it's a, it's. three fifty. No. You wouldn't do six oysters? No. Because hmm. I, I know what it is. And if I have $180, then I would, no, there's other things to try. Well, this is that okay. I'm if anything, I would probably force us to the charcuterie spread because you're going to get a lot of bang you for your buck. You do love a charcuterie spread. It's a bang for it's. It's also going to be room down. But you can have a conversation. We can talk you about do. our dreams, <laughs> our hobbies of the past. We, we don't have to worry about like, oh, is it getting cold? It's sandbag. If I did charcuterie instead, yeah, we can do charcuterie instead. I, I mean. If I was dining with you, it would be That's charcuterie. Fine. That's fine. We can do charcuterie instead. Charcuterie instead is going to save us money too. Of course. I'm going charcuterie right into, yeah. I know what we do. Going for steak. We get charcuterie and then we get a flat iron and a New York strip and duck fat potatoes for 180 bucks. Oh, we're just with meat boys. What do you think we are? Omnivore boys? <laughs> that's, that was to review. That was charcuterie, two steaks, and some potatoes. That's some, that's some meat boys shit right there. I love it. I but mean, you know I can't pass up a pasta mid-course. We don't have the money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My official entry, my, although I love the meat boy meal, my official entry is give me two, two extra dollars. I want your 50 cents, and I'm going to borrow $1.50 from, you know. That's a deduction of points. Fine. Five oysters. I get three. Whoever's with me gets two. Charcuterie, tartare, gnocchi, hanger, duck fat, and polenta. I think I can afford polenta too. I'm going starch, boys. I, my head is affected by this diet. I'm yeah, all starch. I, I think that's just a bad, that's just a bad, starch. bad, that's just a bad order. I'm just starched up. You know, take him out of his misery. I won. Let's be honest. 
Chris, uh, I mean, I'll personally vote, but we'll also, we'll also ask Curtis and see what he thinks. But um, man, yeah, Chris, I think you kind of went off the rails because of starches. I think it, they got to you. So uh, it's going to go to Dave. Just, you I'm know, stuck. blowing his load on oysters right off the bat. Come on, man. <laughs> 50 cents. This is a steak place, by the way. So Dave made the call. And uh, yeah, that's a chef's kiss right there. 50 cents left over. I mean, that round goes to Dave. It's ridiculous. I, had, I, had I mean, it's, it's like, Chris, this is honestly, I'll give you, folks, if you want to know how Chris Ying was actually going to order, this is actually a good example, a case study of Chris Ying. Mm. If you want to know what it's like to dine with him, this is what he would be. Real Chris Ying order. <laughs> he would definitely get a dozen oysters. Regardless of, now, with, without a budget, he would get a dozen oysters. Yep. He would get the tartar. Yep. Right? Those are both true things. Then, he would get the cavatella gnocchi and risotto. <laughs> and the rouge. <laughs> he would! He would go full blast cavatella no. gnocchi risotto and rouge. Red mullet. No, I w- You would. Show me, a, show me a little love here. Red mullet. No, that's totally a fucking Christian no, order. I would not do that. Yes, it is. I would get a piece of meat. The real, the real Christian is I would have got that cabbage too. I haven't gotten there yet. You just cut me off. You're not even getting any of the steaks. <laughs> it's a real Christian order because you want all the, the sides. I, I want all the sides. You, except- he would turn this into an Italian restaurant meal. Let me say this. I, that is true, except for one thing. I don't think that carrot tops are edible. I don't want to eat carrot top chimichurri. I'm sorry. I don't eat carrot tops. I don't eat the. I don't. I don't fuck with the vegetable. I don't fuck with the comedian. <laughs> but I'm just telling you right now that still wouldn't prevent you from ordering it. Just okay. I'm just. Fine. I know you. You are all four of those ordered for sure. If I had 180 dollars, I would try to get the 195 dollars 30 day ribeye and see if I can get some of a discount. But for sure, you're a cavatelli gnocchi risotto dude. No, because I looked at the you only. You are without a budget. You're getting them. I know you. I'm not getting beet goat cheese pistachio. You're going to get. You're going to fucking. I would probably. I would probably fuck with that risotto. You definitely fuck Mary Kill Cavatelli gnocchi risotto. Kill Cavatelli Mary gnocchi fuck risotto like uh, where no one's looking. Kill risotto fuck Cavatelli (laughs) (laughs) because like I would just sort of I fucking hate beet and goat cheese so much. (laughs) Why do you not kill it though? That's why I killed it because I get turned on that way. American psycho over here. <laughs> Good God, man. And I'd marry gnocchi. I mean, we all want to marry that gnocchi. I want bacon bolognese What's rubbed that? all over my what chest. What do you think the sun choke is doing in there? Making you fart. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. That's like real marriage. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have any hope on that one. That's going to be a, a Dave win. I lost. I This this diet, this no carb thing is making That me was insane. one of the most pathetic orders. I'm like fucking weakened. Dude. I need to eat something today. You ordered like a suburban. I know, dude. I just went pasta, pasta, pasta. And can I get some breadsticks? Can I get a vodka soda, please? <laughs> Do you have any white, uh, oh, uh, red, cl- uh, white claw? <laughs> <laughs> what flavors of white claw do you have? All right, what's next? Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. All right, round two. Uh... We're going to Anelia in Chicago. Johnny Clark and Beverly Kim of Parachute recently opened Anelia, an ode to Clark's grandmother, a modern take on traditional Ukrainian flavors. All right. And here the allotment is $120 for four people. $120 for four people. Yep. It's a lot. You can order a shit ton. Oh, man. They got sea buckthorn. Damn. <laughs> this menu looks great. I'm going to fucking crush you, dude. Crush you. <laughs> Man, you are you, your ability to think is like done. I'm 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 hindered, man. I'm hindered. I think you know is going to really appreciate my answer. Feel very good about my order. I think it's going to fucking crush you. All right, I'm going to go. I'm a big fan of appetizers, folks, and with the budget that I have, I'm going to just tell you what I'm abandoning outright. I am much like rotisserie basketball. I'm just abandoning like rebounds on this, right? Sides are out, not getting it. And I'm going to make that up with abundance of appetizers. I am now going to get the carrot pastet, which is a smoked carrot pate. I'm going to get the fried Crimean style olives with lamb sausage and Buddha's hand. I got the Bieber dolmas for beef, with beef and cochia rice. Egg mayo, which sounds tremendous. Tarragon mayonnaise, nigella seed, anchovy. I'm going to get the trout Row tart with scallion, cream cheese, and fresh wasabi. I just hope that uh, there's like four of those on one plate because when we crush that, I'm going to, I don't love herring, but I'm going to, I would love to try it, but it's not in my price range. Uh, and I'm, I'm also, admit, I'm basically getting everything but the sunflower seed, the herring, and the marinated mushrooms. Also getting the bread that's an assortment, and crackers, and that can last me with everything else. I'm getting the salo, which is the fresh local garlic, spicy horseradish, the pickle plate, and the colodets, head cheese, pickle, gherkins. And then I'm skipping dumplings and noodles because I feel like I've gotten enough tar- starch. And I feel like I've now with that, I've gotten a nice array of Ukrainian food, but I have to make a mid-course of borscht. Mm. Have to. I love borscht. And of course, if I had a bigger budget and if there was more people, I would crush the dumplings and noodles ends, right? That, all of that I would get. But this is just that one time. And I, I feel like the appetizers and the variety of the appetizers is going to give me a taste of a lot of that. And who knows? They could be in some of those appetizers. And for the fish and meat, I'm going, I don't need mussels. I don't love sturgeon as an eating fish. Although I love its, its babies. I love eating its, its, its unfertilized babies. I love fucking eating. I'm a monster. I, I'm a Galacticus. I'll just gobble all those fucking planets in my mouth and eat them as much as I can because they're fucking delicious. And I don't need the barbecue chicken, although I would try it. I'm sure it's delicious. I'm going straight for the kielbasa with sauerkraut and dried fruit. And my menu is done, and I'm $2 short at $138. I, I feel like uh, you're at a little slight advantage having access to some version of Ukrainian. You have Veselka in New York, having lived with near Veselka. I have, this is totally foreign to me. I think it's cool that there's a that they're they're open. This is in Chicago, right? Where in Chicago, the yep. only the only U.S. city where I know there to be like a Ukrainian village, like a Ukrainian population, right? So that's cool. I don't know any of these things. Uh, I had a similar strategy. I got to you got to abandon a couple of categories, and I abandoned all vegetables and broth. I 
I am going to fuck with that Pampushki, the Ukrainian garlic bread, because I want to say Pampushki to somebody. Oh, I forgot. I, I think I also had the potato pancake. There's potato pancake. Well, you need your vitamin C. No, no, I, I forgot to add. There's potato pancake. Yeah, well, you need your vitamin C. Because, no, it's like any fried potato I have to have. buckthorn. I'm thinking about four people and sharing things, so that's like that's sort of driving my my thinking here. From the fish and meat section, I'll, I'll, I'll work backward. The only one, the barbecue chicken looks good, but I think that, like, it's either going to be a, a chicken and a kielbasa or it's going to be two kielbasas to share with four people. I think we're going to do fried Crimean olives, the Bieber dolmas, which look sick. Salo, that cured cured meat. Looks like looks like a cured shoulder or belly or something. Looks dope as hell. I want that egg mayo so bad, but like, is that shareable for four people? Can I share? Is it it's gonna be two two pieces of egg? Right? How do you know? You don't know. What's Again, it? the reason why I'm so comfortable in my strategy, it's a shotgun approach. It's so much. I'm gonna, you know, it's just so much food at once that if people don't get it, that's their loss, and right. no one's gonna care. If no one noticed the egg mayo, no one noticed that's the funny. egg mayo. Fair enough. I noticed it. Uh, I'm gonna do. I can't. I can't it's resist in my mouth the, as I, I speak. Can't resist the tart either. I'm foregoing this bread in favor of the garlic bread, and I think. You already lost me. You're you're you have no organization in your menu. You come from. You I was know, I was working like backwards. Tarantino all right, all right, film. From the top. From the top. Olives, dolmas, trout roe tart, salo. This is the part where you'll... I'm going to lose everybody. The only dumpling and noodle that really appeals to me are those Verniki, the, the, the dumplings. Fine. I think we're going to do two of them for the table. I'm skipping over vegetables and broth. I can't, you can't do a single order of borscht for four people. You can all get a taste. I don't want that. I want a whole thing. I want things. I want uh, your quantity. It's your, like going to a fucking Korean restaurant and not eating kimchi, dude. That you're is, doing this like you're eating this like a tapas bar. No, you're having small plates no, here. Everyone no, gets a little small no. plate. I want abundance. I want a big. I just want. I, I want. Uh, you're gonna uh, go uh, to a uh, Ukrainian uh, restaurant, and not get kielbasa and fucking potatoes. I'm getting kielbasa, not potatoes. <sighs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I might do the potatoes. You can't your your bills are like two hundred fifty dollars already. It's not. I'm not I haven't even cracked 130 yet. Potato pancakes, two kielbasas. Two kielbasas? Yeah, because I'm at a Ukrainian restaurant. And isn't there potato in my ver- in, in in my dumplings? Yes. Wow, I guess you think Ukrainian food is all the same. <laughs> how is that? How is that? Potato there, potato this. I don't have to trade. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Shame on you. You know, I thought both were kind of, eh, but like. <laughs> Well, you're not getting an egg mayo then. <laughs> I thought my order was I thought, so strong. I thought Dave's approach was smart because it is kind of like a shock and awe approach where you just, you know, you're just going to grab whatever is close to you. I'm not trying to overwhelm my my companions as though they're everything opponents. is about winning. I'm trying I, everything. To, I'm trying to I'm trying to show them abundance. I like that Chris did think about hey four people, you know, and uh, he did kind of course it out, and he's a lot more egalitarian about it. I'm going to edge it to Chris, but don't like either of them, but we'll see what they say. <laughs> edge it to Chris. Wait, but doesn't like either one of you, them. You know, you're only doing this. This is ridiculous. This is some, everyone gets a trophy consolation, Gen Z bullshit. That's what this <laughs> He's is. He's just mad about last episode's loss during the, uh, whatever price fixing, whatever. All right. But you're going to run, you'll, you'll run these by the actual restaurants and find out who did better, which is also, but you do that anonymously, right? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I wasn't honestly. No, no, no. no. But you can't be because their their default's never gonna give it to Chris. They're gonna, oh, they're gonna oh. give it to Dave. No, yeah, I do menu A, menu B. Yeah. All right. I think everybody knows what, what your order is gonna be anyway. What's the most <laughs> just lots of pasta? Dumbest <laughs> fucking thing you could order. You you're the one that goes to a sushi restaurant. And goes, can I get teriyaki? Do oh, not. Okay. Do okay. Like, okay. 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 <laughs> Only, only to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Dave, I was able to get on a call with Johnny Clark and Beverly Kim, Beverly Kim of Parachute, and um, they they had some spicy grades for you guys. What? Yeah, ordering the uh, ordering of the menu. So they weren't impressed with either of the menu decisions. But here are some tips. What it's- the fuck? <laughs> Dude. Dude. <Whoa. laughs> Dude. One of them was, if you order the pampushki, you're supposed to order the borscht. That's kind of like kimchi and rice. Um, I don't eat rice got. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're pampushki only. And then Johnny said, order A looks like maybe someone's eaten Ukrainian food before. But order B is new to the game. And it's true. I'm fucking order B for sure. Who's ordering? I asked them I'm to grade the menus and pick a winner. Johnny said, ticket B got a C. And ticket A... Got a C plus. Yeah. Just Chan. like real life. <laughs> just like real life. 2.7, baby. No, no pictures on the scorecard. <laughs> just a win. Fine. All right. So I just want to say thank you to Johnny and Beverly for taking time out of their uh, schedule to grade this version for of How to Menu. And uh, Anelia is open in Chicago right now. You can find out more at AneliaRestaurant.com. We got a moif here, folks. Low-carb edition. Let's go. All right, fellas. In light of this Master of Your Domain challenge, we're keeping this light and focused on foods that are allowed. So what's the best way to prepare a steak? Pan-seared, grilled, or something else? If you have a grill, I would say grilled. Simply not because it's the best. I prefer pan-roast. But whether you're in a New York City apartment or a house in California, it doesn't fucking matter. No ventilation system in a private home can actually... Take the powerful smells of a pan-roasted steak. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I would prefer to do it in a restaurant. Great. But grill works better. Uh, it's the splatter for me. I like the, I like the pan-roasted too, but I just, the, the mess and the cleanup is too much. So if, if the grill is, if the grill's easy access, I'm going to grill it. Something else. What would something else be? You know what I'm never going to do at home? sous vide my steak in this. Well, I was about to bring that up immediately too. Anytime I go or meet somebody and I, I'm, you know, I've had to lie and, yeah, yeah, that's good. Hi. <laughs> when I get asked the question, do you sous vide? I just don't know if I can hold it in anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Not now, not ever. Do you sous vide? Do you sous vide? Do you sous vide? No, that's not one of my hobbies of the palate. I have others. Do you sous vide? What is the appropriate response? Huh? <laughs> no, I have things to do. Do you? That should be a t-shirt. Do you? Do you sous-vide? Do you even sous-vide, bro? No. And when I have to be mansplained, I understood what mansplaining is. Finally, when I was mansplained what sous-vide is. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, shit, I get it now. Oh. Oh. I was like, is that the first time I've explained oh. sous-vide to you? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just realizing that, what mansplaining is. This happens is. so much. Do you understand the benefits of it? <laughs> it's infuriating. Infuriating. No. Do you sous vide? All right. Real quick. Rank these keto-friendly sauces specifically for proteins. All right. Chimichurri, tzatziki sauce, basil pesto, ginger scallion, tomatillo salsa. Tomatillo salsa. 
I got to say, I'm not a fan of tomatillo salsa. Only when it's already in a dish. Like chili verde or something. Something. Delicious. When I have to have it as a side thing, it's not what I want. I think I might make chili verde. Right? I'm going to say ginger scallion sauce is number one because that, it's like a Marvel superhero that is good at everything. Does Okay, before, before you finish ranking these, rank these with no starches or carbs allowed in the, in the meal. This is pure yeah, meat dipping. I'm just talking truly. Ginger okay. scallion is number one. For the simplicity, I mean. Versatility. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so simple. It is so pungent and you can tweak it. You can cook the oil to tame the ginger. You can not do it. It has so many varieties. It is the most versatile sauce of these, in my opinion. Chimichurri mm-hmm. is really good on meat. Yes. Every one of these sauces is great. Basil pesto only is good on fucking pasta. Yeah. Basil pesto is the bottom of the meat topping list. I'm not saying it's not delicious. But not as a meat dip or sauce. I know. I ruined my son because I. it's now called Hugo pasta. <laughs> and anytime he sees it or he's at school, he's like, it's Hugo pasta. <laughs> Fuck myself. Tzatziki sauce. Tzatziki sauce is great. But it only tastes to me really good with shawarma and lamb. So I think it's ginger scallion one. Ginger scallion one. As a meat sauce, chimichurri two, I think. Chimichurri two. Suzuki three. Tomatillo four. But tomatillo has a lot of versatility as well. I actually might do two. Tomatillo is two? Yeah. Even though I don't want it as a dipping salsa. It's very useful as a cooking. It's very useful because of the acidity and it yeah. can balance out. It's not hot. It's bright. So I I don't know. I, I still go chimichurri two, tomatillo three, tzatziki four, basil pesto five. Yeah, that sounds right. All right. Thank you, fellas. Uh, what's your best fast food keto play? Like you're in a pinch. I've had like six stupid in and out cheeseburgers protein style in the last week. Like six. You know what I like to do? I'm going to say this. And I think about this a lot. I remember having a conversation with a couple of chefs in Copenhagen. I won't say who the names are, but they lit me up when I said, I, I you know, I, I grew up eating McDonald's and I, you know, as, as terrible as it is with the blah, 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 blah. I was like, I, I like McDonald's. And they're like, I'll never give my sons, my daughters fucking blah, blah, blah. I, I was like, whoa. And they, like, like I was a foie gras producer and they were PETA. <laughs> I'm going to say one of our favorite things is to get McDonald's breakfast and they have a big, big breakfast deluxe package for like 17 bucks. You mm-hmm. get three hash browns, hotcakes, two hotcakes and two sausage egg McMuffins. Mm-hmm. The goal, I think one of the best things to do is just eat the sausage and the egg. Yeah. That to me is the best. Right. I think it's an uh, it's not an open face. It's an unfaced. It's an unfaced egg McMuffin sausage. It's egg an McMuffin. open car. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I I, I think I. It's I a uni wheel move. going down. Hate Ashbury. I, I endorse. I endorse that me, that that move. Egg, cheese, and sausage. I got. I mean, fucking McDonald's is good. It's pretty good. It's so. Yeah, good. That actually might be one of the only things you can get at McDonald's. Can I just say friendly. like I don't care anymore? It's delicious. <laughs> Can I just say it? It's so fucking good. What a, what other I mean, chicken nuggets? They win. 
Yeah. Even that ice cream saucer is delicious. McFlurry. McFlurry. Well, that square, that square handle spoon. Apple pie is so fucking so good. good. The square spoon. Square spoon Tolo. is the best. It's, I don't know why. All there's... the hamburgers are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can you say? I mean, the only other fast food move for me is El Pollo Loco. That's very good, too. Just the chicken, a bunch of beans and side salad. Just salads. the hamburger. McDonald's cheeseburger is so yeah. Otherwise, there's no. I know, there. and maybe well, you can't like it. I was like, I'm just being honest. I fucking whatever, like it. Whatever those little tiny Brunoise onions are, so good. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Let me just like it, okay? God, Dave, please stop trying to break Chris. Okay, like, <laughs> I'm dying right now. <laughs> All right, favorite restaurant type that's low carb. Okay, is it like a seafood boil, Korean barbecue, Brazilian shots, Korea? What is it, guys? It's, I mean, you have to do Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. Plus, you can. There's probably like a few gays you can eat, right? Yeah, but Korean barbecue is easy. Yeah, I mean, you, we, we could probably go. Well, the thing is, like, what, what the can, restaurant I dread though. That's basically every other restaurant. Every restaurant. Korean. <laughs> yeah, I was at Bianco with the family on New Year's uh, day after New Year's. You know what I I did? I ate just those the cheese wrap Sunny Boy toppings. And the cheese. I thought you were just gonna get the what are the what his what's the the cheese wrapped in meat the um whatever spadini spadini yeah I was so embarrassed at my plate of pizza that had just like all the di- like the crust just sitting there and then I was like I think this server is gonna write it in their notes and Bianco's going to text me like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you Hey, did we say chickpeas are off limits or on uh, within not the chickpeas allowed? you eat. The chickpeas, I just like fried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> panis, deep fried panis, delicious. Yeah, I mean, I think that going to any restaurant right now, except for a Korean barbecue or maybe hot pot, you could probably go to like Heidi Lao and, and survive. You could probably go to Trascaria and survive. But outside of that, I would be so bummed to try to eat sushi right now. Get sashimi plate. I know, but I would want. It'd be hard to be in there and not get what you I want. Get your teriyaki, <laughs> you fucking lying motherfucker! <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You're such a shrimp teriyaki. So, so, You're teriyaki. Shrimp teriyaki. Yeah. You try to combine it. Can I get the, you know, your shrimp teriyaki folks is, you know what it is? You get shrimp tempura with teriyaki <laughs> sauce. You fucking <laughs> fatty. <laughs> Can I get a side Can of teriyaki the, sauce? Can I get the mixed tempura on the teriyaki setup? <laughs> just make me a tempura don and, hey do you have any of that spicy mayo yeah you have that dynamite sauce <laughs> dynamite. no 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 this is this is the real one this is the real move that like the the the, the white version of me would do uh do you have any of that unagi sauce that's gross dude that's what all right with that we're do. gonna end this podcast because that's disgusting <laughs> so gross give us five stars <laughs> <laughs>